Welcome to the game with Glenn Quartermain and Adrian Barrage. Quarter's a veteran footy scribe with hands so small he can only carry two pints. And Barra, an Eagles original, Birth Demons diehard and regular face on Channel 7. Hello, Adrian Barrage here from 7 News. He'll tell you about the 1991 grand final, except he got dropped after the prelim. We don't promise any fancy sound effects or bells and whistles. It's just two blokes talking football. Yes, and welcome to the Quarters and Barra podcast. I'm with my old mate, Adrian Barrich, Channel 7 guru, president of the Perth Footy Club, former West Coast Eagle. I am Glenn Quartermain, chief sports reporter for the West Australian. We are brought to you by Tab Touch. Better your bet with Tab Touch. Gamble responsibly. Please call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. Barra. I don't want to boast, mate, but it's lonely up here at the top. I know, mate. We've done it. We've got we've got on top of Rick, and you've gone to number one on the footy tipping in the, the seven clean West. sweep the of clean six. Sweep. Oh, and and the Saints. He tipped the Saints, I think, so that'll make you feel good. And you tipped the Tigers. Yep. The Geelong one was the one that got me. They look like any. They could be anything in the first quarter. And the and that buy stat that you had teams coming off the buy. One just, and five. One and five, yeah. And I was worried about Geelong coming off the bye. So it makes it interesting this week too with Geelong playing Melbourne, Melbourne coming off the bye. It does. Yeah. Does, does that factor in though? Oliver will be back as well. But, mate, congratulations. You're leading the footy tipping. Yes. And Rick, you know, I, I hello. Got, hello. Can anyone hear me <laughs> down there? Hello. You down lonely there. up here at the top. <laughs> I think he's second and I'm third or something like that. But I I um, like I went to Mass on Sunday, church, mm-hmm. right? Because I like to go with my mum because mm-hmm. she loves to go to Mass. So I go along and, and it's fantastic. And Rick's always there, right? At, at, at the star of the sea in Cottesloe. And the first thing he said to me was, I think he's got me. <laughs> funny. I said, what? Well, you thought it was a religious thing. It was a you. <laughs> funny, th- funny things happen at Mass, don't they? I remember being at, I'm going to dob him in, our old mate, Borry Carl Langdon. Oh, I was yeah. over at Rotto for a christening in the chapel there. And uh, well, I've sat down and I hear this. Oh, Carl, you can't be serious. And I've turned around and he's <laughs> he's got the tab form out and he's laid a couple in the, of bits. In the church. Sorry, Barry, I've got to, I've got to, <laughs> I've opened you up here, but uh, funny things happen, mate. Pretty um, good, mate. Fair well bit happening. You. Now, Now, just we'll talk about our two I saw lows. Duff today too. He said to say hello, by the way. Mark oh, Duffield, yes, good friend of ours. He's having a bit of a tough time, the poor bugger, but he's... Um, Going okay. Personally, you know, but he's, we send him our best wishes. I think he still listens in. Fantastic guy. Really busy, but so smart about footy. I sort of would like to sort of live up to how good he's been because he has been magnificent. Oh, and one, still is. One Absolutely. of the great blokes and one of the great footy riders. Yeah, uh, I have a exactly. lot of time for Duff, a great mate. Um, the Eagles, Barra, what did you make of Paul Fitzpatrick's comments, we won't finish last? Yeah, I was thinking, did he have to say that, did he? He's, was, being, well, he's being optimistic. Let's, let's, Glass half full. Of course you're going to be optimistic as the chairman mm. of a foot. What are you going to say? No, we'll finish rock bottom. That's what we want to feel. But I, I they get do what. play Hawthorne and North Melbourne in the one run home, don't they? Yeah, I don't like the chances against the Hawks. North Melbourne are building big time too. They are not far off claiming a couple of sculpts, North Melbourne. So. The Eags won't get pumped anymore, though. I reckon they'll lose... At sort of between 30 and 60 points each week. It, it, maybe even knock on the door if they really get up and really de- are super determined because basically the cavalry is going to be back, aren't they? This week, Hearn and Duggan, maybe McGovern as well. So that's three big ins, isn't it? You it get is. their whole premiership backline back, really, don't well, they? Well, they're going to get – Barass as well. 
I always thought you could jag a win or two late in the season against a side that's a bit sore and banged up and vulnerable, and mm. you're, you've got your troops back. So that's when they can win one or two. The only problem but for they the really Eagles, have to gird their loins to do it. Well, though, the problem they? is they're coming from a long way back, and I think Hawthorne and North are getting better, and so they're going to mm. win games too. So, but that Premiership backline makes you think, doesn't it? Because obviously their last game they got completely toweled because they had no defenders, yep. and Adelaide Road just took them to pieces. What about Waterman yeah, being in, he's in a, hospital he was a, for a week? He was a late out and uh, flew home that day. And uh, all the best to him because yeah. uh, Jake, he's a very good player. He's had a good season too. So Great all the family. best to him. Chris, and um, Chris hope he, he recovers Muddy well. Muddy coaches Wembley now, you know. Yep. Wembley Amateurs seniors. Yeah, his, his player dad. always loved watching because he was not only a good footballer, but he could take a hang too. He loved a hang. Yeah, and he could left footer. Very laconic sort of bloke. But, yeah, being in hospital for a week, is, the Eagles just come up with stuff you just don't read about. Yeah, they have broken <laughs> a few been, mirrors. and Eight days he was in hospital. Squashed Alex. a few black cats and done a few things over the journey, no doubt, because uh, they yeah, don't have much luck at the so moment. So it makes me think, like, um, with the draft coming up, I think they're going to get seven more – I think they'll get six or seven new kids, right? So yep. that's what they're targeting. So that'll give them, like, 17 or 18 under-21s. You know the good news? If they do split the picks, they've got a bit more bargaining power now. Did you see the game mm. the other day? Harley Reid, first three got Just the lazy Coming first off. three for Vic Country. They got flogged Vic Country, but it was still... Come pretty, off the concussion. Pretty impressive. Hadn't played for five weeks. Started in the forward line. Didn't even play midfield. So you either take him... bang, bang, bang. And you've got a very good player, or he's, he's now got more bargaining power. So you can split those picks, which I hope they do, because I think... What's your need- thinking now, though? Because I've been torn, because I have been talking to him about it, and if he's Judd, if he's ju- going to be Judd, do you, I mean, you almost have to take him, don't you? Well. Is he, if he's that good, if he's going to be Judd-like, you know, and that really worked for them, didn't the it, when they took the, Judd? I think the problem for them is they need more, and they need more quality youth. They need a spread. And mm. I think this fast tracks that a little Imagine bit. Imagine giving up Judd. Imagine now, if the Eagles had given up well, Judd. Well, might get a Hodge and someone else in there as well as, as compensation. Pretty handy. The only thing, I, only thing I would say is that Ablett went to the Gold Coast and it didn't work, did it? So one of the all-time greats went there. But mind you, the Eagles aren't the Gold Coast. The Eagles are a powerhouse. Yeah, but at the no, moment, I don't reckon they're a destination club, Barra. That's the problem with the Eagles at the moment. But imagine that kid. He'll come over here. He'll love it. Look at this weather. I'm a superstar oh, in Perth. No doubt about that. You know, and he could become the next Judd. It, it's, it is a dilemma, I reckon. It's a conundrum. You are a small fish, though, and um, – oh, no, sorry, you are a big fish in a small pond, whereas in, in perhaps Melbourne you've spread among the 10 mm. clubs. So you get diluted a little, little bit. Being a Vic country Depends boy – how good he is. We've got to find out how good he is. If well, he's, I reckon if he's Judd-like, you've got to get him. Yeah. Because imagine the next decade hearing about how good he is in the other in another team that you gave him to. You might have two really good players. They don't generally top your top five, your top ten are pretty good picks these days. Well, that's right. depends is one – and then daylight to two, or is it one and two close, or one and three yeah. close, or one and four, well, we don't one, know. two, three, four? I mean, you look at this year's crop of players, there's eight to ten who could be mm. number one out of that, you know, in terms of what they produce in their career. Um, you mean the last draft? Yeah, I remember yeah, the yeah, last yeah, draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Sheasel at the moment, for me, looks like he's got the rising star. He'd be marginally ahead in that. He was good on the weekend. He's been good most weeks. Mm. Just his distribution. But he did go off a bit, but now he's back. Jeez, it's his first year. Wardle, Ward, Ward, Wardlaw. What? He'll have to get a nomination Wardlaw, at some stage, Wardlaw, right? if he hasn't already, I thought he had. I don't think But he? anyway, he, yeah, he will have to. Um, there's just a lot of talent in there. So Marcus Ashcroft. It's not, I mean, it, it's, it, there are there is some light at the end of the tunnel, Barra. Unfortunately, as 
an old man with a roll you own in his mouth at the moment. It's a very dim light. <laughs> I like the St Kilda bloke, Owen. It's oh. Owen, you know. It's not Owen's, I, yeah. I believe. Yeah, so Mitch Owen, he, he looks real good too. Oh, there's a very, very good crop. Now, what about the other local team, Fremantle? Mm. What's going on in the first quarter? Yeah, no. What's that stat there? One, one. Uh, they've lost twelve opening quarters this year, and that follows uh, fourteen. Uh, sorry, four at the end of last year. So that smacks of preparation. The only first quarter they won, I think, this year was against Hawthorne, and that mm. right at that stage, Hawthorne were pretty ordinary. So, having said that, they were they were bad in the first. They were good in the first quarter against Richmond and couldn't convert, and then they got. They fell behind. This week, they were bad in the first quarter, but they were worse in the second quarter. The Giants kicked four goals, three in the second quarter against them, and they kicked three goals. I like the Giants. They're, I picked them to finish last, so I was very wrong there. But, you know, the way they were able to waltz through the middle of the ground at the weekend was a bit of an indictment on Freo. What do you make of the comments about perhaps the coach isn't hard enough on them, perhaps they're not hard enough on each well, other? Well, not starting well does smack of that in preparation build up how you how you coach them during the week and then the presentation before the match. I noticed Dermot Brereton, I mean, he's old school, but he, he did say, look, maybe he needs to fire up a bit. He's a bit placid, a bit laconic. Interesting comments about the away venues because you you go to a crowd, say, seven 8,000, like you'll get not even that probably at the Giants. What mm. was the crowd at the weekend? It was 8,634, so yeah, 8,000. But you get there, and if you're not completely switched on, it, you can sort of get drawn in or sucked into the fact that, mm. ah, it's not a really, you know, there's no one here watching. I'm not sure. You know, they did adjust their training so that they were more intense at the start of training each week to try and address this. Right. But clearly that hasn't worked, and it, and it has become a problem. And they're coughing up goals in red time as well, Barra. Yeah. Quite a few goals in red time. So it's the it's the bookends of quarters. It's, they are very young, Fremantle. I know we keep making that excuse, but they are very young. And I know just from when I played, I don't want to talk to myself, but just, I, I just know talking to some of the current players that sometimes you get on the plane – and you get off and you just know it's not going to be a great weekend. Almost mentally you go, wow, this is... You don't feel g- it. You don't feel the I'm love when you get off the plane. I've got to go out to Western Sydney. There's going to be... No- Have you felt that a few times when you jumped off the plane in Melbourne? Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's the worst prep. And if you're going somewhere you don't really want to go, like Western what? Sydney, and there's no one there. What you're about walking. the uh, mud heap at Witten Oval? Yeah, well, the old days was bloody... But you know what? What really happened was... What's happened is coming off the bye, their momentum got stalled. The Richmond Richmond are on the rise, so they fixed them up. Then they, Darcy gets bloody injured, and their structure falls apart. They can't have Jackson up forward. They need Jackson. They can't rely on Amos and Tracy. Mate, Sam Taylor, it's like playing on Ashley McIntosh. He's good, I mean, how he? good is he? That was his first game back. Amos, uh, Amos was not going to dominate Sam Taylor, was he? It, he'd just go, oh, my God. The good thing for them there, though, is he takes at least, at least Amos. He's going to have weeks like that, and you just take Sam Taylor out of it. So you I just know. run the other way. And it let the forward line open up a bit. But, but it's just not fair. And they got this Himmelberg and the rest of them. And then Riccardi even kicks five. Yeah. Who would have th- think that he... I know and, Riccardi's and, and, and a good Luke player. And Luke Ryan went to Toby, as we thought. Yes. And, and, not, to- mm. and Toby kicks four. And Luke, I mean, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't get it done. Well, I mean, mind you, he's an absolute superstar. Well, he? And they were dominating. You know what? It was green by two. Yeah, exactly. Green and, Tom's green and co. Tom's a very good player. So, look, they're going okay, the Giants. Look, the good news is um, Frederick, 
possibly Aish, and maybe Darcy if he gets through a good block of training this week. Darcy clearly comes back. He's, clearly, he is a massive difference. Massive. Because look at what they just got to re-sign him now, don't they? Uh, even if they have to try to find extra money, he's probably going, hang on, Jacko's on 900000 Now, Surely I'm the main man. I should get more money. Mm. But if he plays, they well, beat I, the Bombers, I, don't I wrote they? that and, they re- and everyone ridiculed me. But, uh, mate, he's worth every bit of uh, yeah. seven figures. If you so, look at his importance to teams. So I reckon if Darcy plays, they beat the Bombers – for Do you? sure, yeah. I'm well, Draper, tipping. there are question marks over Draper. Mm, yeah. So we'll wait, wait till preview the game on Thursday. But yeah, look. The other thing I was going to ask you about was Josh Kelly. Yep, mate. mate who was? It's his first game. Who back, was too. on Josh Kelly? I don't know. Who was? <laughs> no one. I suspect it was Liam. And I thought Liam played well, but then if he's if he was playing on Josh Kelly, he carved him, didn't he? Mm. And no one was near him. A couple mm. of times there, he's on his own. Good player. And it was in his first game back. Cornelio, Kelly, I mean, you got Whitfield at half back. They're a very good side. I really felt for um, I really felt for the young blokes there. They just they are we keep forgetting how young they are. Hey, I wanted to mention too, um, one of our mates uh, has made his debut on television in terms of presenting. Sevens Morning News. Ben Cousins joins me now. And Ben, what's happening in uh, sport today? Well, good morning, Tina. Uh, Geelong aren't giving up on the AFL season despite a run of four losses from five games. The Cats will face Melbourne on Thursday night without Captain Patrick Dangerfield. How good is that? Collapse you know, how good is that, Quarters? He's done so well, Ben. Good, good on him. And you know what? I can hear a bit of barra in there. You've been <laughs> trained by the master, hasn't he? <laughs> I don't know about that, but what a redemption story. And, it is a great story. I mean, the guy, I mean, you'd never met a person like him in terms of his professionalism and his drive. And I reckon before I started presenting, I probably did 10 rehearsals. I reckon we've done 40, maybe even 50, yeah. and just want to do more. Like, can I do this again, Barrow? Would this be okay? You know, shall I do this? And, like, just the ultimate professional. And, and like, I'm thinking – this is quite remarkable. And and they talk about it in the way he trained and how mm. he pushed through every scenario. And that's what made him such a great player, I suppose. But isn't it great? And I, you know what? And mostly it's been accepted really well by people. I think people are really happy to see him doing well. Um, there's a few people sort of throwing stones, but I think they need to realise that it's a wonderful example and for people who have been touched by the scourge of what he had to go through. Well, addiction is an illness, Barrett. It's an illness. So, yeah. um, and there's many, many families affected by it. So and it gives them hope, doesn't it? That's what my big thing is. And it good gives luck, those people hope. Good luck They're to like, him. Look, Ben could do it. I know he probably had a bit of help as well and he had a number of chances, that's for sure. But... He knows this is his last shot, and so it can be done. It can be done. So, well done to Benny, and you know, you know, it's almost like a proud dad moment in some ways, isn't it? Good on you for all mate. of us here. No, all of us here. Oh, I yeah. agree yeah, with yeah. that. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Anyway, what's going on at Essendon? They're going to drop the bomber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate. No, surely not. I think they're just going to rejig the logo. I Wait, think people what do you got think to be- about that. Do you no. think that's woke gone mad or keep what keep the logo? No, it is woke gone mad. Let's. The, I suppose if you were choosing a, a logo now, you wouldn't choose a bomber, would you? Probably. Well, that's their history. Because they drop bombs on oh, people. Come on, please. <laughs> but you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't. You probably wouldn't be your first thing. You'd go probably not know, your a first dragon choice, or no. a, a dolphin. Like, see, rugby league went with a dolphin. I thought it was. It's a great. Very tough. By the, the way, old, they're going all right. Seven and seven. <laughs> not the toughest animal. It's very smart, very smart, which is very unrugby. Lovely animal. That's um, that they come up against the sharks. <laughs> well, tell you what, they beat, I think they beat the sharks. 
going seven and seven under That's our old mate him. Wayne Bennett. Going all right, the Dolphins. You know, you know what's interesting is I was I was going to write a column about this about dropping the names because I will tell you what happened to us, Perth Footy Club. Um, I think forty five percent of our zones are, are people from uh, people living there uh, from non English speaking backgrounds. Yep. Okay, so. You know, we're dealing with a lot of different cultures. Um, and there was one fellow who rang me about his son. And his son was a superstar young player. But the bloke was an imam, you know, in, in the Muslim yes, faith. Yes. It's like a priest or a pastor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said he's a bit unsure about his son playing for the demons. You know, and that sort of That's struck a, struck a, a chord point. with me. I went, uh, you're probably right, you know. Like, that is probably not the ideal name. And I know the Washington Bullets, they changed their name because their owner, his mate got shot. Rabin, you know, the Israeli um, prime minister that got shot? He, cha- he, he pulled the name Bullets and made them the um, Capitals or I yeah. can't Changed it Capitals. to something, Wizards, whatever. Redskins. Redskins are under the pump as well. No, they've, they've changed their name. They're uh, Gonski, yeah, are they? Yeah, a long time ago. Cleveland yeah. Indians must have been under the, the pump. Yeah, I think they changed theirs, yeah. Is that true the Bombers might go? Well, I think they're talking about changing the logo, but not necessarily ditching the Bombers. So not making it a plane, making it... Uh, well, it'll be a plane. It'll just be a new logo. I mean, teams change their logo. It looks like a stealth bomber at the Geelong moment, which is probably not ideal. Geelong changed their logo oh, 15 years ago, maybe. Um, Hawthorne changed their logo regularly, but they're still the Hawks. So you're allowed to fiddle with it, but don't drop the bombers. Seriously, not you like that little pun? Don't <laughs> drop the bombers. Did you mean to do that? What else did you get out of the weekend, mate? <laughs> what did you make of the Western Bulldogs in North Melbourne? What I made of it, does does Aaron Norton stay back? No, well, he did look all right back there. but um, They had to, didn't they? Because mm. they lost two players early. Defensive they go stuff. Brian and also um, Jones early. So Jones he had to, was a big one. He yeah. had to go back. But if you can find some troops... He surely plays forward, and I think Bevo, uh, the coach, was pretty adamant after the game that he stays forward. Probably not ideal when, lo- you know, Lob stays up there and you send, you send uh, Norton back, but I guess that's where they're at. I mean, that- maybe that forward line did look a lot more open with mm-hmm. um, just Lob there and obviously with Cody Waitman kicking a lazy six. Great game from him, by the way. He's had a good game. Oh, yeah. Took a candidate for hang of the year, um, kicked six, which is a career high. Uh, great game from him. He's, so it was all working for him. So is he, was, he a, is he an A grader or not? What do you reckon? He's on the cusp. He's yeah. not there yet. He needs to do it consistently. He, 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 uh, he, I couldn't. I don't know what to make of him because see who he is. He's polarizing. <laughs> Tim English is an A grader. Oh yeah, and the eggs can't get him and next I think year. People been writing that the eggs might try to get him next year. They can't get him no, next year. Well, no, he's out of contract. At the end of next year, he's a uh, restricted free agent. At the end of next year, mm. but. Don't worry, mate. Watch this space. If uh, there will be other clubs, because there's quite a few clubs lining up for Tim English. There'll be a lot of money thrown at him because he's a very, very good player. He is from Western Australia. Yeah, it's had a really late late growth spurt in his um, in his youth, which is why he's so good at ground level. He was mm. a ruck rover before he was a ruckman. So that's why he's so good at ground level. The Eagles are all over my man, Cohen Livingston, too. Yep. Our Colts uh, ruckman forward. Kick six. Against Peel on the weekend in the Colts, That's Cohen good. Livingston, Ch- Chance Bateman's nephew, absolute star. So uh, that'll be another player that'll bob up at West Coast. Uh, Carlton Gold Coast Barra, so really um, impressive second quarter from Carlton. Nine goals um, unanswered, but again, I go back to this point: Can you trust Gold Coast? Can you trust Carlton? Well, no, <laughs> you I can't, can't trust Gold Coast. No. <laughs> no, but the point is, this is this is a big game for them. This is at the MCG. They're playing against a vulnerable opponent. 
They match him at quarter time. I mean, in fact, Mate, in fact they're in front that, at quarter time. The Blues time. looked ordinary in the first quarter. Yeah, but what happened in the I second quarter? I was worried. I know. Uh, and they started playing that fierce footy that they – and coming out of the middle. But I'm not sure their system is great. Uh, they really got through on just basic footy, didn't they? You know, like knock the knock the ball down to Cripsy, just try to move it forward. Yeah, you when you're Sam, marching, Sam went forward. You weren't even marching through stoppages. There were no stoppages. They were just marching through. So I didn't like it from Gold Coast, and this is the problem for them uh, and Stewie Dew because it was only a week or two ago we we're talking about have they saved his career? Can they play finals? But it's just too common for them. And you know what's worse? The stats show. They get to round 14 and it's horrible. They fall away, don't it's they? It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I heard your man Chris Robinson say something about that in the, in but, the office. But that's surely the, it's not a fitness thing because there is, they do the same preseason, they do the same training as everyone else. So mm. what is it, a mental thing? It's just the no. mental fatigue late in the year? No, I think so. I mean, the, for me, obviously, the Carlton is the story, the fact that they, they've they hit back. And it is – how good is it when Carlton wins, though? Seriously, when, at the G and da, the fans da, da, get up and about, it, it is better, isn't it? Well, it's the best song. Yeah, it's it's the best song, but it's great when they're up and about. And it's great to see Walsh pushing forward and Chera did well as well and Cripsy kicked three goals back to his best. But they've just got to maintain. Who they got this week? They've got a buy? They've gone into a buy, have they? Carlton have got a buy, so yeah. that's the end of their run. Um, <laughs> so, Richmond – and by the way, St Kilda, who I'm still not convinced, Barrow, they're playing finals. I'm Mate, it was, that game was in the balance, you must admit, right to the end. Oh, jeez. In the balance, well, come the on. The difference in that game was Trent Cotchin, who played one out of his skin in his Bolton 300th again. game. And congratulations to Trent Cotchin for his 300th mm, game. He sunk me. Show Bolton. Dusty, just the past month, I reckon, he's starting to get his mojo back. Just He was a little bit looked tired but and Cotchin, old. where did he pull that out? Because of his 300th. Yeah. He's pulled that out of his, you know, where. Mm. What about his, Taranto? Can he win I the Brownlow? And when does what's a face come back? Won enough games, maybe not. But he's he's had a good year. He'll storm. He'll storm through this period. And, and hop be the hop worst is, kick to win the Brownlow in ten years. Isn't Hopper back as well? So yeah, yeah look, they're going so they to go. rejig their midfield. If they fall into the bottom of the eight, they could win a final. But I don't see them going much further than that. Um, uh, the other team they're not going to be ninthman, are they? The other team I wasn't <laughs> convinced about at the weekend. Barrow was Brisbane. I mean, it was a it was a workman line workman like win over Sydney, but. They got a bit of improving to do, Brisbane, I think. And uh, but the one that did impress me was Port. Uh, Geelong started really well, mm. and they just clawed them back in. And um, you know, very strong second quarter, brilliant third quarter. And um, I think now, for me, there's three standouts, and it's obviously Collingwood, it's Port, and Melbourne. But I don't and think, Melbourne. I don't put Brisbane in there in that bracket at the moment. Yeah, they, they. I reckon they looked a little bit. That Zach Bailey in full flight, uh, he was pretty good. Well, for me, let's rule. Let's put a line through them. Brist- St Kilda, Essendon, Western Bulldogs, Adelaide. I don't think they've got the depth to win the flag and get to the pointy end of September. Richmond, Geelong have dropped too far back to mount a serious challenge. And the rest of them, really. The Giants might still make it, eh? Yeah, look, they could cause some damage. They're, they look, can they're still looking make quite it. good. The Suns, I reckon, no chance. And uh, Frio, they just got to beat Essendon and see what happens after that, eh? Yeah, it's a long way back. But I, I, so I think just, and that's that's the way the ladder sits: Port Adelaide, Collingwood, Melbourne. I reckon the flag could come out of those three. But right now, you've got to say Port is looking very tasty, Barra. Oh yeah, well, and, and that Dan Houston is it halfback wing. How's he going? That's the thing about the weekend. We talk about um, Butters. We talk about Rosie. 
and we don't often talk about him. Him. But and Finlayson. He's had a very good year. Finlayson up forward. And yeah. how good is it when Finlayson's wife, you know, that's just so good. It's a good story. I mean, I just hope he, I just want him to play well just to see his missus happy. You know yeah, what I mean? of course. But he is playing well he as well. Had a very but Houston good... would have been best on ground. I think you know the, the coaches vote. The thing about them, it means Boat can play out wide and uh, or outside. But Wines, for me, so Brownlow medalist, has, mm. hadn't had a great year. He's like the third he's, banana. No, fourth or fifth now. <laughs> so, if, and at the last, Rosie Butters. Little, last couple of weeks, he's shown a bit. So, I think. And that Marshall. There is a lot of depth in that side. And Power Pepper. Oh, mate, I've got to tell you about our man. Chew Narkle. Oh, yeah, great. Quinton Narkle. How good was that? Yeah. How good was that? So Junior Rioli pulls out and he comes in. <laughs> and you know my mate, Anthony Vanderwiller. Yep. You know Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets the call up from Perth. He's his manager. And he got there for the game. So he must have jumped straight on the bird. So actually he must have got the early call up. So maybe he didn't come out that late, Rioli. Because for, for him to get there from Perth for the what game, they probably would have Thursday said is, night. he's not well. Um, get yourself ready to play. You might come in at the last minute. So whoever you want, he to must be have the... punted on it, Vanders. Yeah, because he had a big week. He was w- with Marlon Pickett in court in WA, and then he had. So he's had the highs well, his and week lows, ended, lows and highs. His week ended well, so as it should. But be. he was hugging him in the rooms afterwards, and so he gets over there in the interview with him and Pal Pepper. They they went to Wesley College together. Two really close mates, Indigenous. Um, Narkle's from Gosnell, so he's a Perth boy. We're sort of rooting for him over here as well. Both their their partners are having kids like in within weeks, and it's just fairy tale, isn't it? I just loved it. I just love footy that delivers that. A bit like the bloke winning the U.S. Open. What's his name? Wyndham Clark. Just mm. no one's ever heard of him, and he's uh, that was quite emotional, wasn't it? Well, you've heard of him, but yeah, he's not had not won a major before, so great effort. Um, I, I don't think Rory had heard of him, Eddie. <laughs> Poor old Rory, and one one for ten years. Wouldn't um, have been good sticking up the live guys if he'd won, Rory. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it would have. Don't been. you reckon? It would have been. Yeah. Um, Powell Pepper is an interesting one. I just love the season he's had. He, I don't think anyone. I'm going to. It took gonna, a while to get to. I'm going to pull he? out Norton here as well. If you watch Aaron Norton in their forward line, mm-hmm. uh, different players, but and you look Sam Powell Pepper, the work rate of those two players is enormous. Pal Pepper's gone from, you know, being an inside mid to playing that forward line role now. And I tell you yep. what, he doesn't get his 30 or 25. He gets his 12 to 14. But I tell you what, every single one of them is impactful. He's a very good player. Oh. He's a key part of their weaponry yep. if they're to challenge Gave Knuckle his goal. I mean, it's taken a while to come right. And he has had a – I mean, he's had a check pass and, and he's come from – Pal Pepper? Yeah, and, he, and his background at home. His career's been good, though. Terrible. But he's, yeah, yeah so he's had a hard background, but his career's been pretty good. I mean, the first couple of years he was playing, as we talk about Ruben Jimby at the Eagles and what a great job he's done mm-hmm. as a young first-year player playing, you know, a lot of inside mid-rolls. Pal Pepper was doing that for the first two years of his career and doing it pretty well. But he hasn't been like this. This is he's Well, this is a now. different role. Yeah, because yeah, they've got full. a good team as well, I suppose. Yeah. And he's got his best mate there now. It's just, yeah, mate, you're right. It's absolutely step. It, it's it's super. So what happens to the coach? When do they re-sign him? They're talking about the end of the year. Surely after 11 straight, no. you can't keep waiting oh, around. Oh, why? 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 Because he's won 11 straight. But why do you need to pre-appoint him now? Because he deserves a contract. I agree with that, but he doesn't want that. They both agreed that in August they would reconvene and see where they're at. But you know what? But if you're him and he's manager, you're not waiting now. What if you win the flag, mate? You can ask for more. Yeah, I know, but what if you don't? 
and they well, decide to chop you. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, what if it blows up in the finals? There are other. You've got eleven straight under your belt. There are other suitors. Give me out two there. years. There are other suitors out there. So you don't I want to go, does he? Probably not. He's 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 got this group to where. Give it's... him two years or three. Ah, look, give him another two. Mm, I reckon the two. Give him the two. I, I, I st- and everyone's making gags about Tread Ray now, Warren Tread Ray and the. Yeah, but he's entitled to his opinion. What did, what did he say? He got, it, he got it wrong, said so sack him now or whatever. But, yeah, look, yeah, we, no, we all make what statements that are wrong. What was he used? Because they're using it in the commentary now. He said, uh, not intangible, um, his position is… Untenable. Untenable. So now they're going from untenable to 10 in a row. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 11 and now. now. 11. Yeah. Oh, poor old buddy Warren Treadray, eh? Imagine living in the town and the team's flying and they just keep winning. He might, well, he'd be barracking against his old club. Well, you know what, mate? 11 straight. I, I, I just don't... Can't shoot your mouth off, mouth off quarters. Why not? <laughs> but it's what we like, people having a That's crack in the media. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's he, the problem with these podcasts, mate. They come back to haunt you. Well, mate, remember, just mark down that I said St Kilda is no certainty to play finals. <laughs> you, you're just a victim. Well, mate, do you victim reckon they're certain? Do you think they're certainties? To make, so I'm looking at the eight here. So you, so you think Richmond or Geelong are going to, or the Giants are going to jump in there? You know what? I right now, you know what? Who's going to jump? You know in? what worries me about Geelong is Dangerfield. That's that. By the way, we didn't mm. mention that. By that, the way, I, I reckon they almost win if Dangerfield stays in the middle. Because that's they got pumped yeah. in the middle when he when he went down. Jeez, that was that a, was a huge blow. What it's what about staying out there with a, a, a crack, um, r- couple of cracked ribs and a slowly deflating lung. And had to drive back to Geelong seven hours from, oh. from Adelaide. Yeah, because you can't get in a plane. <laughs> to drive Someone back. was doing the driving for him. Oh, yeah, I got rigid. You know, that's all right. Going through the drive-throughs. Yeah, stop it! Stop at the local milk bar. Get a packet of steamed dimmies, <laughs> yeah. soy sauce. You know that? Yeah, I, you know, I only just worked at Damien Hardwick's nickname Dimmer. It's yeah. because he used to love steamed dimmies. Is that right? Yeah, he used okay. to eat, eat them relentlessly. Well, let me tell you a story about that. When I when I moved to Perth in '93, went to my first, you know, um, deli or fish and chip shop. Where, by the way, there are milk bars in Victoria delis over here. That was confusing in itself. Oh, yeah. Someone said you got to go to the deli. I thought, what? That's where you go and buy salami and salad and stuff. I'm thinking, why am I going there anyway? I go to a fish and chip shop or whatever, and I say, can I have uh, a couple of steamed dim sims things? They looked at me as if I was wacko. Like, what are you talking about? No, no one has those over here. <laughs> and I found out I couldn't get them anywhere. So the first trip back to Melbourne, I was actually driving back across with my old late mate, Brent, back across the Nullarbor. Yeah. First thing I did when I hit South Australia... Straight to the local fish and chip shop for a pack of steamed dimmies. So steamed dimmies, you don't go the the uh, fried or whatever, you go the steamed. Yeah, there. you can buy them from the supermarket and steam them, but there's nothing like the big steamer at a fish and chip <laughs> that's shop. That's, and you get a bag. That's what Hardwick said. And you get this plastic bag <laughs> with with and your soy sauce. Yeah, or? all over it. But it is so ridiculously hot. You take them out and you become a juggler. You know, you're juggling these things around. One of the great joys. Trust me, mate. Next time you're over <laughs> there. Dimmies. They can't be good for you, can they? And by the way, they're potato cakes, not potato scallops. Oh, scallops something off. you get out of the sea. So those jokes when, you know that joke about the Greeks, why they can't win the Soccer World Cup? Because every time they get a corner, they build a fish and chip shop. In they it. put a deli on it. That joke didn't. That joke didn't work for you. you know, they put a what on it? A deli? <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't actually. Uh, anyway, Port Adelaide. So, so this stage, you, you haven't said. So, outside the eight, Richmond, Geelong, the Giants, Suns, Fremantle. You got to give Geelong the benefit of the doubt to sneak sneak, sneak into in. the eight. If the, if one of the, so, who drops out? 
look, I'm not. You've got Saints. You've still got the Saints dropping out, even though they're so 32. So Richmond, Giants, Geelong, and they're, they're, they're 9th, 10th, and 11th. And I think they're the three most likely if they come in. And I think Adelaide and St Kilda are vulnerable. I think the Dogs get there, but I don't like their back line. No. And I'm just... I reckon the dogs are the ones have that have Essendon done enough because we haven't mentioned them. Well, if the if the Dockers beat them this weekend, that then they're the big question mark. I, I still think the Bulldogs aren't convincing. Written Richmond Ninthman, or do they sneak in Geelong? The Premiers. That's funny. Imagine if they do finish ninth. And the Sydney Swans curse. How's how's that thing about they getting pumped in a what grand the, final? Well, two, well, Geelong's not in the eight either at the moment. So the two grand finals from last year. You were right about the Sydney Swans. I remember early doors you said the Sydney Swans got pumped in the grand final. I bet you they drop off this year. Mm-hmm. And I was mocking you. I had mocking him, you, I, had I was. Him, and I you were right. I had them in the eight. I had them low in the eight. I had both actually grand final teams I had quite um, as in. Well, they're fourth last. Back end of the eight. Yeah, You didn't have them fourth last though, yeah. did you? I did not, no. Mm-hmm. I thought GWS would be down there. So we're thinking the Bombers, Bulldogs or St Kilda out. Maybe Crows hang in there and Richmond, Geelong. I reckon the Giants are going to get there. Hope so. Just feel like it. Hope so. They're just building. They just they love to tough. see Toby Green playing finals, mm. and the way they're building, I think he's done a great job, Kingsley. Uh, really, really good job, Captain Toby. Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. Now it's time for this, Barra. Saddle up your camel. It's time for the thirsty camel mailbag. Thank you, the Thirsty Camel, and we are giving away a carton of Carlsberg Stubbies, Barra, mm. the elephant beer. Beautiful nice. stuff it is. Uh, send your mail into Quarters and Barra, that's Barra with two R's, Quarter and, Quarters and Barra at wanews.com.au. Please keep them short and please include all your details. G'day, lads. With my first correspondence for the season, I want to address the Dockers' leadership. With JL a calming influence and a level-headed type coaching figure, I can't but help feel that Frio would be better served with a captain with a bit of mongrel about them as his foil. I know a change won't be made till season's end, but with this season rapidly slipping away and the placid nature of Moose seemingly not inspiring much fire out of the playing group, I can't help but look forward to my view, and in my view, Caleb Sarong is the best option for Skipper from next year onwards even in partnership with Andy Brayshaw. Would love your take on it, Jared from Port Kennedy. Jared, I think both uh, Caleb and Andrew, you can see them taking over maybe in co-roles. But, you know, with the Moose, don't be fooled. Yes, he is a lovely guy, a placid figure off mm. the field. Don't be fooled when he runs out on the ground. Have you looked at him closely? Mm-hmm. Mate, he's not there building sandcastles. He has a crack. He's a good defender, and he gets mean out on that football field. So I'm not. I'm just not sure. Maybe he's not the right one. They'll work that out by the end of the year. He'll work that out. He was a bit. He was. He was flat against the Giants. though, got to say. Well, that, but, and he does just seem to be trying to coordinate everyone and do a lot of talking and pointing and stuff. But really, it's his I think job. He, he's the captain of the. Back I know, line, but that's not helping him play well. And he needs to needs to zero in on. Well, did he have Riccardi or who did he have? I don't know who he had, but he he struggled. He struggled. And and my view has always been that they should have kept Fife. If they had any sniff that Fife was going to go on with it, even though Fife he struggled a bit, took a great mark and all that, but he still he wasn't Fife, he was he against the Giants. Oh, I think it's time. I think it was time to move on. And I think Pierce is a good option for a period, but I think eventually. What Are you saying that because they're going to miss the eight and you go let him have the crapola? No, I'm not saying that. I just because think that, it's a good transition period, and I think he's earned it. I think he's – by the way, the be players, one year, mate. Who gives way, a captain for one year? The players vote on this, by the way, so it was their choice. 
And um, you reckon Peter Bell's listening? Oh, no, they have any. They have a role. They have a role. <laughs> I reckon they can Belly's going. Like. Jump in over the top as Ross Lyon <laughs> once did with Mundy and uh, and and Nat Fife. But as Ross Glendinning once did with yeah. the Ross Glendinning oh, medal. Yes, he did. Glendinning <laughs> Allen medal, not the Ross Glendinning. But not in those medal. days, mate. When's that medal being handed out to? Uh, uh, later in the year. He needs a bit of a lift. Yeah. That'll give him a lift because he's struggling before. Ash Sampy? Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll be getting his medal sometime well, before the uh, that derby. Does Gardner get taken off him or? No. Oh, right. Because he's a bit, share he wasn't that happy, Guards. No, when Guzzy rang up and said, mate, I believe you're losing your medal. He goes, what? What are you talking about? I'm not handing it back. Uh, okay. But, mate, Alex Pierce, one year as captain, you reckon? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they'll well, that's be. That's what Jared's saying. Yeah, he is, yeah. But they will cha- they'll have to change it next year. And wait. Caleb, for me, is the one now because okay. he is tougher. I- I've actually swung to Caleb. I'll throw a third one in there. What about Sean Darcy? Yeah. Here's a uh, yeah, that's a good one. powerful influence over the Very smart group. man. So yeah, why, yeah. Why, why won't you go with him? Yeah, actually, I like that. Yeah. That's Many Ruckman captains. He's not elsewhere. Scotty uh, Wind. Yeah, there's a few captains over the years. Yeah, yeah who else has been well, rocking the? Uh, Nat, Don's, Nick, well, Nick, way back you had Don, Don Scott. Scott. Nick Nat in the did 70s, it. 80s was pretty common. Nick Nat did it for a while when blokes were injured, yep. didn't he? Um, oh, that's common because Ronnie not, Alexander, he was a captain, wasn't he? They're not normally going to help launch a space shuttle, Ruckman, are they? Let's be honest. Oh, that's a bit unfair. Well, Brody Grundy's entirely intelligent. Oh yeah, great day he is. Anyway, you'll have all of these big Ruckman chasing you down the street, mate. Uh, okay, this one from Michael. Michael, regarding distances for kicks paid going 15 metres or not, why don't all the groundskeepers cut the grass in 15 metre squares? Geez, that's a good idea. I think it will make a great frame of reference for the umpires and make their incredibly difficult job slightly easier and also cost absolutely nothing to implement. Also, just listening to the pod regarding the champion data ranking of Lockie Neal which while I agree he is much better than the 240th best player in the AFL, it amuses me that a ranking system that doesn't just put all midfielders and a few goal kickers at the top is copying so much criticism for not doing exactly that, <laughs> like the Brownlow and coaches' votes and players' votes all do. Um, that's a really good point on the uh, 15 metres. <laughs> the, uh, you couldn't put it on. You couldn't put it on well, the let's green just not, let's, It's a lot of work, mate. Have you ever seen the MCG cut on it before? Yeah, I know. It looks game? beautiful. You could do that. But that is a lot. Sounds like for everyone to have to do that, it'd be it's a lot of stupid work. idea. But right? I, I like I like where he's going. I like where he's going with it. You know, you, please, 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 let's not have it like a American football field with a gridiron pattern. We don't want it. No, we don't want. Oh, you know, you know where boomers. What year you born? Sixty-six. Oh, you might have missed out on being a boomer. You've just, I'm a boomer. Did you just scrape in? Did you? Yeah, yeah I'm a boomer, baby boomer. So the boomers. You know, do your kids say to you, a oh, nice one, Boomer? Nope. You know, every time I say something old They wouldn't know what a Boomer is, mate. Wouldn't they? No. Yeah, a baby Boomer? Yeah, well, that's – my teenagers, cop, I cop it all the time. Every time I say something that's from the 50s, oh, nice one, Boomer. Ah. But I was going to say, sport is changing, mate. Collingwood's changed the game. It's all about fun. They'd rather lose by 10 than, than, than not have a massive Cricket crack. Cricket and basketball. And basketball, yeah. yeah, I was going to say to you, what about the basketball? And we'll find out tonight whether it's actually paid off, whether the Aussies can get there. There's going to be rain interruptions. I'm nervous about tonight. But isn't it amazing? The first ball for four, first ball of the test match, they bang, yeah. four. Did you see what's-his-face come out, uh, Root come out and try to do the um, yeah, flick reverse, out of the back? Yeah, yeah, the, re- yeah. <laughs> the reverse over his back. Yeah. Imagine if he got out there. And then and hit a six shortly after doing the same straight. So, you know, look, it's been really entertaining. Sports I've changing, watching. mate, isn't it? I had a couple of good days at uh, Edgbaston. 
in 2001 when Australia was that won when it. you bagged the Queen? Was that the one? No, that was at Lords. That was um, that was that was. Didn't you call her a tart? It might have been the second. No, she's the dear. Yeah, it was very un. <laughs> and then you tried to say it was an Australian thing. Yeah, well, I've never heard the Queen call her tart. I had a really Australian. really good um, uh, three three or four days at Edgbaston in Birmingham uh, when we won. I think we won the. Ashes, and it was the third test. I think it was in nine days in total or something like that. It might have oh, even been yeah. shorter. But it was. it's a great city. Just down the road from there, there's this street. And it's got these bolty curries. It's a special type of curry all the way down Bulgy. the road. Yeah, it's a, diff- it's a real fragrant curry. Oh, Not yeah. especially hot. You'd like them. It's yeah. a special shallow dish, but it's a pretty interesting And that's what city, sticks Birmingham. in your mind. Oh, no, it was, great. it was a great three days. We towed them up. We were sitting in the Eric Holly stand, but because we were so dominant, sort of the, the you know, I, I, I held the uh, crowning glory. So, But we had a lot of good banter with the uh, – and the, the crowds – Mate, the Barmy Army's been on fire. The, the crowds, bloke with his trumpet and that. Yeah, they're great. And the crowds – But some of the crowds chance, are so they, different. They were bringing up Rolf Harris the yeah, other day. No fun. need for that. But Mate, what about Ollie Robinson? Is that his name? Yeah. Ollie Robinson. Mate, whoever gives someone who gets 141 a send-off? Have you played a lot of cricket? If you got first ball or you're on top of some nuffy, me too much. But Blake gets 141. You don't give him a spray with an F and a P and get out of here. Interestingly, when he went out to bat, and you're buying bowling pies yourself. You know when he went out to bat and uh, they bowled bowled him some short stuff, which is fine. And then there was a uh, appeal, um, and uh, Mm. he stood there, and there was no. Um, ill uh, feeling. All the Aussies were up and around him, so oh, I don't know. No ill feeling. They had his guts. What are you talking no, about? Oh, cut it out. Apparently he's a complete halfback flanker. Oh, I woke up last night at one o'clock and caught Scotty Boland coming out as the night watchman. So if he can make... Jesus was good. If he can make... I love that bloke. Make another... You know, twenty plus, just 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 to ease the pain a bit, it might be more of a chance. But you know I'm what's happened very there? Very nervous. I reckon they would have kept pushing the the uh, the tail out. It, like if Boland had gone, they would have sent out because we've got those three tail enders, as, that, yeah, as yeah. everyone keeps saying. It's happened before. Three number elevens. It's happened before. We better talk anyway, about footy. Michael, good email, mate. Thank it you. It was a very good email. Uh, high quarters and barrel with, <laughs> with the two WA clubs performing so poorly. I've been watching the Ashes. Here we go, back to the Ashes. Woo-hoo. And I've been amused by Joe Root's playing shirt, Root 66. Uh, are there any other clever combinations of names and numbers that you can think of? Life is a highway, and that's from Michelle. Life you know the interesting thing about that? I was I, I was aware it was on his shirt, but I was watching cricket late on Saturday night, and I looked at the telly, and he was on sixty five or whatever, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, make a single, make a single, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so he's got the sixty six. I've launched from a phone and just managed to take a shot of it, and I've put it out on social media. Uh, uh, all I said was, I get my kicks. Oh. <laughs> the photos there, it's Root, and then it's 6600. Nice. Hey, what about Route 66? I've driven Route 66. That's when you go from. I'd love to drive across. It. You get what's the, what's the big one where you you get the uh, convertible and you drive across That's America? The Route 66. Is it Route 66? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you go right across America. So I think you end up in Chicago. I go from Chicago through to LA. Yeah, that's what happens there, or or vice versa. Mm. Route 66. He's, got, he's the best batter in the world, isn't he, Root, now? Is he going, he, no. Labashane's in Strife. And well, we're Smith's one, two, three. In, Smithy's in Strife. No, we're one, two, three. But what, what about it? Travis Head at the moment? Yeah, but you'd have Root ahead of Travis Head, wouldn't you? Oh, I'm not sure at the moment. <laughs> he made 40. And what about Buddy um, Warner going again, 15th time? 
We'll the see. same bloke getting him 15 times. We'll see. Is that a bunny? That, oh, yeah. Who, who did McGrath used to get all the time? Was it Atherton or someone? Yeah, or, yeah he did, I think. And Lily used to kill Amos or someone. And then War and Shane Warne used to get Daryl Cullinan. Yeah. South African. <laughs> yeah, he was. Is that the famous one that chucked the Mars bar on a good length or something? Yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 anyway. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, morning quarters in Barra. Oh, it's afternoon actually, but that's okay. Uh, is it a concern that the Dockers Premiership window seems to be opening when the competition is so tight with a lot of contenders? Is there a risk they could end this era without a Premiership with ugly one of their best sides and start a rebuild when Tassie comes in? Kind regards, John. Um, I don't think it's a concern because mm. I think it's, t- it's hard. They're hard to win. You're never going to get a free swing at a premiership. You're going to have to earn it. I just reckon they're a year or two away still from yeah. really having a fair to They're a very young side. And they've got Heath Chapman in the wings. Tabernar will have to come back at some stage. They've got no picks next year, though. You know that, don't you? They've given away. I think Melbourne's got their pick. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. could be. And if they're finishing down the ladder, it's going to be a great pick. So. Uh, a couple more here. This one from Danny Docker from East Vic Park. Gents, have Michael Voss and Josh Carr saved Ken Hinckley's job? Um, well, they've won an 11 in a row, so I think Ken's probably saved Ken Hinckley's job. Josh Carr, as a midfield coach, has obviously had mm. a big impact. Michael you know Voss it, being so poor, I suppose. Well, what's the Voss? Uh, I don't know what the Voss <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> but nevertheless, I think he's just a pressure. I mean, but he's won 11 in a row. He's going, well, if he wants that job, I think he gets that job. Ken Hinckley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think they – I don't – I'll just repeat it. I don't mind the fact that they're sitting by and waiting because just let them get, hum along. Let who, them hum who are you along. talking about? I'm talking Port. about Ken Hinckley. Oh, yeah, Port on top. There's no reason they're on top of the ladder. right now. I mean, they've got a game in hand, but they're on top of the ladder. But Josh Carr, you know what? Because I know Dermot was saying that J-Lo, Justin Longman, needs to fire up more. He needs to have more fire and brimstone. Maybe Josh Carr was delivering that in the midfield because he is he, – mm. he, he had a bit in him. And, um, Wasn't he of, a key uh, player in the Ramsgate Hotel Ramsgate. Affair? And they, him and his brother picked on poor old Cuzzy and that. Remember that? The car crash and oh, all that? Well, that's all right. Just really went after him. And Curry, poor old Curry. Not, not the first, not the last. But, um, well, they're, they're not that big either, the cars. Uh, is, there, is there a little bit of a sameness about the Dockers coaching staff, do you think? Could be. Yeah, like could be in a good terms point. of like they're all reasonable, nice fellas, and Jamie Graham's the world's best bloke. Uh, Justin Longmuir's not far off it. Um, Corey, if- Joel Corey, qu- quite quiet. Um, who's the fourth one? The other fella from the Bulldogs. He must, he must fire up a bit. Bob Murphy. No, oh, well, Bob Murphy's in there too. And you've got Belly, who doesn't, he, he calls a spade a shovel. <laughs> okay, you won't like this one. Um, this is well, you will, but it's just a difficult one. Alan from Nyabing. Where's Nyabing? Nyabing. This is the Victorian in me coming out. Uh, morning, boys. Love the pod and listen every week. Just wondering if quarters could pose to Barra oh, the possible. Great, great Southern. Great Southern. Sorry, all our those good folks out at Nyabing. Is it Nyabing? No. <laughs> what you said before. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't. You know want me to read it? <laughs> no, no. You go. Keep going. Matthew Boyd was the bloke. At the of dogs. course. Yeah, Boydie. Yeah, yeah. Boydie. How could we uh, post to Barra the possibility of the Perth Demons aligning with West Coast? Mm. To me, it makes so much sense, and I have some points below. Why? One, Perth are a club starved of success. The ability to direct eight to ten West Coast players every week, well, not this year, um, will help. You might also find you attract more players to the club because of the alignment. Perth obviously play at Mineral Resources Park. West Coast are loaded financially. Ask for a new Demon's Den, club rooms and the like. 
Three, with the financial pressure the Waffle is under, it would shore up Perth as a club for years to come. Also, in closing, the rules around the Brownlow suspension component should be revised with the onset of the new rules. There is every chance a lot of players might be suspended these days. Regards, Alan. That's a good point about the Brownlow. It is, but... Because imagine if Bont went for that tackle and he couldn't win the Brownlow. I think we're getting closer. We're getting closer to, and closer to reach. clearing it up. I, well, I, I saw Andrew Dillon say there's no confusion. Can oh, you reckon? Yeah, I think yeah, so. okay. All because right. look, if you're if you're rubbed out for three four weeks, you're probably not going to win it. Mm. So that's the suspension. That's that's yeah. the penalty. I'm just not sure but, now. But with the focus on the head head knocks and yep. stuff now, you can anyone can get knocked out, can't they? You know, anyone can anyone can miss out. Any of the stars that make a crazy tackle and just overcook it, and they're gonski. It's not. It's not like you have to do anything serious, really. Well, you know what I mean? yeah, that's right. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll. Your man got three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks or the bush, isn't it? It's awful three the, weeks. It, the problem with that tackle it just didn't look great. It didn't look great. It horrible. A little bit of GST at the end when he pushed. It was a different action. Yeah. When he, but I don't know. I think he deserved a week. He should have catered to him a bit more and said, "Oh, yeah, okay, mate." You know, sort of cared th- about him. I think the. The, the duty of care's got to come in. Three weeks. Who was that? Who was that letter from? That was from Alan. So Alan. So just on the the on the demon stuff. Uh, yep. Very good points there. You got to answer that. And the only pro- the only thing is putting my president's hat on from the Perth Footy Club. Uh, we don't need to do an alignment. We have like I think we have half a million in the bank. So normally we'd only do it if you needed the money. East Perth needed money. Now they got a million dollars in the bank. They won three flags the first time they did it. Remember that at the start at the turn yep. of the century. Yep. They won three in a row. I think the Eagles are going to push for concessions. They want more concessions for their waffle rather than that. Our Colts are also on top of the ladder, still undefeated. So we've got 12 guys there who might come through, and I wouldn't want to have those guys miss out on a chance to play league footy because there's, you know, there's no spots, if you know what I mean. And dare I say it, doesn't it require, is it 75% of your Yes, and you've got to convince the members that it's... vote for an alignment, which they will not do. No, it, well, at this stage, you, you wouldn't think so, yeah. So... Um, but uh, – and the Demons, mate, we, we were very competitive against Peel. You know, he's a very good coach, Peter German, and there's no, we had no right to be so close to them with all their stars. You know, um, what's-his-face was playing? Travis Collier. What's-his-face? Travis Collier's out there. I forgot about Travis Collier. Joel Hamling, premiership player at the Bulldogs. He's, he's playing. They've got so many good players. I don't know how they don't, they're not on top of the ladder. It looks like Subi's flying now. Subi, Subi are probably the main contenders now, but if Subi play Claremont, there'll be no one at Optus because both clubs don't have a lot of fans. Perth plays East Perth, you get 40,000. Mm. So that's why the footy commission should try to push up East Perth, push up Perth, push up Swan Districts, push up East Fremantle, push up South Fremantle. Two clubs have finished on top, uh, I think, almost every year since 1987 or something. You know what I mean? So... Mm. Anyway. Well, thanks for your mail. Um, thank you. Please send your mail into quartersandbarra at wanews.com.au. You have been listening to Quarters and Barra. We've been brought to you by Tab Touch. Gamble responsibly. Please call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858 if you have any issues. Thanks for listening. We'll be back here on Thursday to preview the fresh round of football. If you're a fan of the podcast, why don't you get in touch? Send your thoughts to the Thirsty Camel mailbag at quartersandbarra at wanews.com.au. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and of course, tell your mates. This has been The Game with Quarters and Barra.